Welcome to Glorified Treasure Spread. This is the audio version of the commentary notes for the Spring 2023 Teleos study from Psalm 23 to Psalm 41. Week 9, Day 3, covering Psalm chapter 39, verses 7 through 11. Matthew Henry says, The psalmist, having meditated on the shortness and uncertainty of life and the vanity and vexation of spirit that attend all the comforts of life, here in these verses turns his eyes and heart heavenward. When there is no solid satisfaction to be had in the creature, it is to be found in God and in communion with him. And to him we should be driven by our disappointments in the world. Close quote. What does he express to his God in prayer? Verse 7, And now, Lord, for what do I wait? My hope is in you. Dr. Hamilton writes in his commentary, David continues in prayer, considering his own hope as a question posed to the Lord. His answer asserts that his hope is in the Lord. For what does he wait? What is his hope as he waits? Verses 8 to 11 answer this question. Verse 8, deliver me from all my transgressions. Make me not the reproach of the foolish. I have become mute. I do not open my mouth because it is you who have done it. Remove your plague from me. Because of the opposition of your hand, I am perishing. With reproofs, you chasten a man for iniquity. You consume as a moth what is precious to him. Surely every man is a mere breath. Selah. David knows it is his sin that will ultimately kill him. He will die because he is a sinner. Hamilton writes, More than the trouble of the wicked he mentioned in verse 1, David knows that sin is what will kill him. Matthew Henry comments, Deliver me from all my offenses, from the guilt I have contracted, the punishment I have deserved, and the power of corruption by which I have been enslaved. When God forgives our sins, he delivers us from them. He delivers us from them all. He pleads, make me not a reproach to the foolish. Wicked people are foolish people. And they then show their folly most when they think to show their wit by scoffing at God's people. When David prays that God would pardon his sins and not make him a reproach, it is to be taken as a prayer for peace of conscience. Lord, lead me not to the power of melancholy, which the foolish will laugh at me for, and as a prayer for grace that God would never leave him to himself so far as to do anything that might make him a reproach to bad men. Henry concludes, note, this is a good reason while we should both watch and pray against sin, because the credit of our profession is nearly concerned in the preservation of our integrity. David is speaking the language of discipline. Kidner writes, the exact bearing of this fact on God's fatherly discipline is to be expounded upon in Hebrews chapter 12, verses 5 to 11, and the theme of treasures that are beyond the reach of any moth, verse 11, actual or metaphorical, is developed in Matthew 6, 19, and 1 Peter 1 through 4, close quote. The psalmist is wrestling with suffering, his sin, and with eternity. He's honest with the God who sees it all. David 
repeats the refrain from verse 5, quote, surely every man is a mere breath, Selah. That comes from verse 11. When God at any time contends with us, when with rebukes he corrects us, we cannot impeach the equity of his controversy, but must acknowledge that he is righteous in it. For whenever he corrects man, it is for iniquity. Our ways and our doings procure the trouble to ourselves, and we are beaten with a rod of our own making. It is the yoke of our transgressions, though it be bound with his hand. That came from Matthew Henry, meditating on Psalm 39 and Lamentations 114.